Hey everybody, Chris here. Just a couple of quick notes before we start this episode. Um, just recently, our coach Paul Corsaro was out here in Lander, and we sat down and brainstormed on an event that we've been trying to put together for quite some time now, and things really clicked and came together while we were here. This episode is us discussing that event, kind of some of the initial brainstorming sessions, and that event right now is online. Registration is open. It's called Empowered, a Bouldering Intensive. You'll hear all about it here. It's going to happen December 13th to 15th at Crux Conditioning in Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's Paul's gym. And right now, early bird pricing is up. It's $350. Price will go up to $500 relatively soon, but we expect it's going to fill up long before that happens. We're limiting it to 18 people because we want to keep it really personal, really individualized. All of the power company coaches are going to be there. Myself, Paul, Nate, Blake, Jess. We're also going to have our data analyst Dale in the building to talk about the initial assessments. And that's a nearly three to one participant to coach ratio. So if you want in, you should go and do that right now. There's a link right there in your pocket supercomputer, or you can get there, powercompanyclimbing.com slash empowered. I also want to say a quick thanks to the sponsors who are already on board who said yes immediately because these are companies that we believe in. Gnarly Nutrition, Tension Climbing, Climbstuff.com, Rhino Skin Solutions, and Friction Labs were all on board immediately. So big thanks to those companies and get over there and get registered. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Chris Hampton. And I'm Paul Corsaro. And together we form Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. I'll go with it. I played wide receiver in high school. Sick. So I, guess, so I could be Joe Montana yeah, or I, Steve Young because yeah, yeah. Jerry had both quarterbacks. Truth. I'm partial to Joe Montana yeah. because I'm old as hell. <laughs> And those were my days. I guess I should clarify. I was a wide receiver in middle school, and then when they took away the weight limits, I was too small. So I sat on the bench for the two years I played in high school. But you were too small too for Too small it. in high school. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was a little guy. What did you weigh in high school? Freshman year, I was 4'11 and weighed 90 pounds. Oh, sick. Did you wrestle then? Uh, that's when I... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wrestled 98 my freshman year. Yeah. I was a 103 because that was the lightest they had at the time. And then I grew... As I went through there, but <laughs> thank God. But are um, you still growing? Not up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, speaking of Jerry Rice, have you seen this new documentary in Search of Greatness? No. It's pretty cool. I'll, I think I, I don't remember if I rented it or bought it. If I bought it, we should watch it. Heard. It's really cool. It's Jerry Rice, Wayne Gretzky, uh, Pele. They talk to and or about a lot of people, Tony Hawk, Serena Williams, 
Um, but Jerry Rice, Pele, and Wayne Gretzky are kind of the three main people. So a bunch of people who are just okay at their sports. Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah could have been better, probably. Um, but they, they really try to dig into what it is that makes that made those athletes better than the people they played with. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely need to check that out. Yeah, it's really cool. They talk a lot about practice. Not that I'm partial to practice or anything, but... It's kind of important. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. You are, and we are, out here in Lander, Wyoming, the Wild West. This is your first time climbing out here. It is indeed. It is quite good. Yeah. How's the trip going so far? Going good. I'm feeling good. I feel like I did. I I hit my preparation that I needed to do pretty well. Happy with how I'm feeling. Fingers aren't feeling too scary climbing on the pocket, so I'm yeah. psyched. Yeah, it can be different, like southern sloper versus lander pocket. Yeah, about as different as it comes, really. Yeah, pretty damn different. But you're crushing. Did 13A out here the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a powerful little oh, yeah. power endurance line big old uh, moves out of big bulgy belly and then more big moves up less of a bulge yeah that's lander climbing <laughs> <laughs> right there yep. in a nutshell yeah. big moves bulge that's lander yep. so i'm psyched on it it's good yeah I'm, I'm stoked that you're out here and you just switched a flight so you're staying an extra day pretty which psyched is about awesome. that relatively painless too so that's always good yeah good job southwest for not making that too painful yep yeah, awesome. And um, one of the things we've done out here, and that's what we're going to talk about today, is you and I sat down with Lana, and we've had this in the works for pretty much a year, because we started mm-hmm. talking about it a year ago. We tentatively um, were thinking about doing it last winter, but... Right, didn't, didn't, didn't quite, quite pull out. it off, too much going on, and now we're really in the thick of it, and it's going to happen this winter. And that's that we are going to do a training camp of sorts at Crux in Chattanooga uh, in December. And we're calling it Empowered, a bouldering intensive. And the name, which we batted around for quite a while, we had a bunch of different names going. Nobody seems to like one. Not everybody will agree on one name, but, but when you said the word empower, I thought it worked really perfectly. And that's because this seminar is or training camp or workshop or whatever the hell you want to call it intensive is geared toward the self-coach climber and and i don't think there's anything else like this out there Mm -mm. it's going to be really cool it's going to be pretty individualized to the folks who come to it um i think we'll get into this a little bit later but we're going to have some intake processes that are going to help shape the way we deliver the material we're going to deliver. And everybody who goes to this is going to get actionable information that's directly relatable to them. Not just, you'll get the general principles and overarching concepts and a lot of the philosophy behind um, what we think about how to, you know, prepare for climbing. But you also get a lot of attention directed towards where you as an individual attending the event, workshop, seminar, whatever you want to call it, um, you'll get a lot of information directed specifically towards you and how you have gone through the uh, intake process. Yeah, the intake, the assessment will sort of direct how we build each session 
of the intensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're we're limiting it to 18 participants. That's what we're going to cap it at. And we're going to have all five of our coaches there. And potentially Dale, our data guy, may be able to swing through as well to kind of explain some of that assessment data that you were talking about. Because I don't understand that stuff. <laughs> and, I mean, that's a pretty good ratio of coach to participant. Yeah, I think that's uh, about as good as you're going to get anywhere. Um we're gonna be able to dig in. Everybody's gonna get a lot of individualized attention. Um, there's gonna be a lot, a lot of work that's gonna be getting done. People are gonna be leaving with a good, good idea of where they need to go moving forward, and they're gonna have a lot of tools in their toolbox to do so. Yeah, and that you know that kind of brings me to who this is actually for. We've already touched on this a little bit, but I want to make sure we break it down for everybody listening. Um, this could be for our clients, but not necessarily, you know, if it's, if it's a current client, they're already getting training plans. It's already being built for them. But if they want to dig into the principles and ideas of why we come up with the things that we come up with, um, this would be great for them. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a client. This is really for the people who want to train themselves and just get lost in the amount of information that's out there and don't really know where to start. Yeah, because there's a lot of conflicting information out there. You could read one article one day that tells you to do this and then, you know. You could look at Instagram stories and get confused in 30 seconds by conflicting information. And then a month later, that's flip-flopped and what was right is now wrong and what is wrong is now right. So, you know, it's it's helpful to, you know, have a good grasp of the principles, which is kind of what we're going to, some of the stuff we're going to deliver there. Um, have the principles to kind of guide you through a lot of that con- confounding information. Yeah, and and definitely, like you've said already, have it geared toward each individual participant, you know. And we'll do that through that assessment. And let's let's talk a little bit about that assessment. This is something that we've been we've been collecting data on our clients for quite a while. Um, some of the more objective measures and we've just released it to our Facebook community to get more data. And eventually we hope to have an online free tool that people can use, um, to assess their strengths and weaknesses and experience versus their goals and have a, a better idea of what direction to go. And and Dale's been really helpful with all that because he's, yeah. he's the the master of the numbers, so to speak, and we're, we'll be rolling through different iterations of this assessment as we kind of zero in on what really reflects on climbing performance. A lot of times with a lot of assessments or just with exercises, people see these exercises as indicators of high performance and then just train to be better at the exercise and kind of the... Yep. The idea of actually performing kind of falls out the window. Yeah, and you can measure just about anything, you know, and and if you really pay attention, if you're one of these people who really pays attention to Instagram and and all of the articles out there, there are a massive number of things that can be measured and are being measured. And we really don't know if those things contribute to performance or not if they correlate to climbing performance. So that's what Dale's trying to do with all of our data is understand better whether it correlates. And 
And the people who take this course will be asked to do the assessment prior to the course so that Dale can crunch the numbers and get a more subjective idea of where they're at um, as far as their strength and, and power and things like that go. And a secondary effect for the assessment, but one of the primary effects of the assessment for the uh, intensive we're doing is we're going to take every attendee's results and that's going to highlight certain gaps that they'd probably benefit from filling or working on to improve. And we're going to really single that out for everybody who's there. So, you know, there may be two or three people who have a similar or the same gap that, you know, would probably move the needle in their performance the fastest. So, you know, we'll work with those folks really intensively on that. Yeah. They may be grouped up. Yeah. And then there could be another group of folks, completely different um, area of interest that would benefit them more and improving than another group, but we're going to split folks up into those groups and really address what those folks need. So it's going to be, you're really going to be able to get the absolute most out of this intensive by being, using this assessment to kind of guide how we deliver uh, the methods, philosophies, principles that we like. Yeah, totally. And, you know, we're going to look at these subjective measures first, but then day one of the seminar, we'll also be doing a movement assessment on the wall, climbing, and get an idea of where you could focus your movement practice um, in order to get the most bang for your buck out of what you're doing in the gym. Um, That way, people aren't just going into the gym, spinning their wheels, not really sure what they should be working on in there either, you know. Mm -hmm. It's relatively easy, and I say that with air quotes because... For me, it's not that easy because I'm not the numbers guy. Um, But it's relatively easy to figure out where subjectively you need to address things. Um, You can look at your finger strength and say, oh, that doesn't measure up to the goals if you have the data in place, which frankly is the hard part um, and what we're trying to do. But the subjective things are a lot harder. Seeing gaps in your own movement um, is, is pretty tough to do. So we'll, we'll take a look at your movement and we'll try to help with how can you self-analyze your own movement? Um, what tools can you use? What do you look for? And that way it'll help people understand a little better, which direction to take the practice. And I think that's really valuable being able to look at both, both the objective measures, such as the testing results and finger strength and, you know, general strength overall but those objective measures then also seeing the subjective side of things like you're talking about with the movement and climbing specific movement and how to break that down and improve that and then knowing when it's important to focus on what and how to put it all together yeah totally and and that's what we're going to be trying to do here is take all of these things and put them together you know our, our coaches definitely all we're all sort of all-arounders, but we all have our own specialties as well. And, and that's something I really hope to, to bring to this is that, you know, the movement assessment isn't just going to be Nate and myself. Everybody's going to have eyes on it. And uh, the specific strength exercises that someone needs isn't just going to be you and Jess and Blake, it's going to, you know, Nate and I will also have a say in it and be able to, you'll, you'll get 
five people's experience added into your sort of the selections that are chosen for you to work on. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be ridiculously valuable, frankly. And I'm sure, you know, the folks who come to this have given a lot of thought to their climbing and their performance. I'm sure folks will have differing viewpoints in a good way that'll help, you know, put a fresh eye on things and really build build the whole community aspect of it again. A bunch of people coming together and getting stronger. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, one of the other things we're talking about all these subjective measures, objective measures, um, one of the tricky things for people that we are going to try and address is how to fit all of these things into a session and, and be able to build out a program that sort of addresses all of these issues. Um, so one of the main goals will be to construct a really basic session for each person and explain to everyone why we put things in the order that we put them um, how to work on skills versus strength versus power, whatever, and in what order. And then we'll run everybody through a short session. We'll all kind of session together with our own different goals in place. And, and that's, you know, that's a whole nother valuable skill in itself is being able to have a training partner who doesn't do the same things as you in training and make it all work together. Yeah. So I think it's going to be cool to, for people to see how the gym is put together. And this is something that you're, you've put a lot of thought into and are good at is being able to move from station to station effectively and the way the training space is laid out and how to use the available space at your gym, whatever that might be. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, um, cause you know, we've done this before with some of our athletes is where we've mixed climbing and lifting and putting that all together. And, um, it, I'm pretty excited to, you know, see how well this flows and see how well it flows with everybody in there. Everybody trying hard, lifting weights, working on the campus board, working on our new, uh, bouldering board that we're going to have up here shortly. And then some tension board work as well. Yeah, and that's, you know, we did one workshop at the old Crux location, and and we definitely underestimated how chaotic it was going to be with the number of people um, and the space available. So we had a tough time fitting it all in, mm-hmm. but I think we've made the necessary adjustments this time. Having the, the spray wall is going to be up and available, um, and I think limiting it and having more coaches available is just going to make it flow a lot nicer and having the this, assessments beforehand and understanding what we're going to do with each person. And this space is purpose built towards this compared right. to before we were sharing space with another, uh, another business. And that kind of made things a little tricky at times. Yeah. And, and, you know, talking about the, the sessions we're going to be building, that's another big part of what we're going to go into um, is not only the building of a single session, but also the programming of how someone's plan is going to look. We'll go into the basics of, of, and the principles of how you build a program, how you structure it, um, based on your goals in whatever area you live in, um, whatever trips you're taking, you know, whatever it might be, um, a really effective way to lay out a year or so program, 
um, and work with each person on the basics of that. And I think an important part being built into that is we're going to really talk about how you can progress and regress things uh, based on how they're feeling. Make sure you're moving along that path and also have the skill to realize that, you know, something needs to change, that we're not getting the progress that is happening, but ways we can either switch exercises around, bring up or lower the intensity of things to kind of get the adaptations we're chasing. Yep. Yep. And this, this is all kind of sounding like a lot, like we're going to be hitting a lot of things, but I think when you start to break it down into principles, these things all tie into each other really nicely. And we're going to be trying to split up the time at crux between classroom sessions um, and practical sessions where we're all climbing or lifting or, or both. Um, and then we're going to have lunches provided, you know, that's something we're going to really try to do so that we can keep everybody in the space and we can all chat while we're eating lunch and, and really get to know each other and sort of use that time to help answer any questions that people have that aren't going to be covered you know, in the presentations and in the class, in the, in the practical sessions. Um, so we're going to try to have quite a bit of time that's just open as well. And then we're also going to have an entire third day of climbing outside and yeah. addressing the outdoor side of things, which I think is going to be really cool. Yeah. I'm really excited about this yep. day, actually. And it's in a boulder field. That's okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Five star, okay. Yeah. And so we're planning on doing the outdoor day at Stone Fort, and we're really going to be working on the tactical side of bouldering as well as the sort of approach to an outdoor session. You know, it can be uh, an outdoor day, can be a training day, or it can be a performance day. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. And where it might fit into a weekly plan if you're trying to do yeah. both or if you're... Because, you know, there's a lot of variables once you start factoring in outdoor days. You know, in-season training can get a little tricky at times. Totally. Yeah, and we'll we'll address that. We'll also talk a little bit, if if people need it, about the, the mental game and sort of the psychological um, approach to performance. So I think a lot of people have some sticking points in that, um, us included, you know, we all have our own quirks and things that we are constantly working on. So that come with performing outside we in front just, of lots of people and things like that. We were so. just talking about that the other day yeah. out at the crag. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this will be really a valuable time for people to get a little vulnerable. Number one, you know, which I think is a massive part of progression is owning the fact that you have these weaknesses or these things that you could really improve on, um, you know, these glaring gaps in your performance, whatever they might be, and being able to openly talk about those things and, and show them in front of other people. You know, I think that goes a long way toward getting better at it. There are a lot of people who can't do that and it holds them back in improving and delays that timeline significantly. Yeah. So who this isn't for are people who aren't willing to fail in front of other people because there's going to be a lot of that and a lot of talk about what do I need to improve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Let's talk a little bit about what the participants are going to be taking away from this. We've we've touched on it for sure, but I want to make sure that we let everybody know exactly what they are and aren't taking away so that the expectations are pretty clear. Um, you're not going to walk away with a really prescriptive training plan. Um, you're not going to have a piece of paper that says, here's what you need to do over the next 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, what it will be is you'll walk away with the tools to be able to build your own program. So I think you mentioned earlier more of a teach a man to fish yeah. kind of approach. Yeah, yeah so um, we'll we'll have suggestions. There'll be skeletons like like you talked about earlier. With yeah, maybe a, maybe sessions. a template. Maybe you'll have a a PDF template that you could base things on. Yeah, or just you know this certain principle. Uh, that we're working on, you know, we like, you know, this selection of five or six drills, you know, you can, these are some options you can consider as you put stuff together for your own, Um, you know, maybe rough ideas concerning timelines and like how long you should work on this, Um, rough ideas about when to make things harder, when you might need to back off. Yeah. Um, But yeah, a lot of just, it's almost like, practical theory in a way where the thought process you're developing your own thought process into how to put together your own training plan with a lot of practical experience over these couple days on how to execute a lot of those elements yeah and you know like we said earlier it's it's a confusing time it's an exciting time but a confusing time in climbing training because there's so much information out there and really the whole goal of this is to distill some of that down for each person and give them a really clear path toward their goals um, and the tools to construct that path themselves you know so they're not reliant on us they're not reliant on gathering more information because it's some you can gather information constantly but that very quickly leads to this paralysis by analysis or shiny new toy syndrome where you work on one thing for a week and then jump to the next cool thing and then jump to the next cool thing and yeah we, we should have every participant sign an agreement that says i will not visit climbing training social media for the next 12 months (laughs) (laughs) because it's just going to get confusing Um, but seriously that's i think maybe the most valuable thing you can give to a climber who's interested in progressing is the ability to construct their own path Mm -hmm. in a meaningful way yeah autonomy is a really good thing to have and it really helps with improvement it helps with resilience of you know your path to improvement if you know how to put stuff together you know how to call the audible yourself you aren't relying on someone to make the call for you so you you'll be able to come across what strategies work better for you with that experience and that's just going to make your plan much more successful and able to handle the changes and stresses and unforeseen circumstances that life throws at you Yeah, totally. And another thing that I think I really want to implement um, is that I'm going to have all of the coaches who are presenting 
put notes together about each presentation and and about the the practical stuff that we're doing and make sure those notes are available in PDF form because I really like the idea of the participants not having to sit and take notes all the time. I'd rather this be an engaged conversation um, for pretty much the entire time, um, really digging into the ideas and thinking and talking instead of constantly scribbling notes. Trying to just keep um, up with what's being said. Yeah, so everybody's going to walk away with a, a relatively extensive PDF of all of the notes, all of the theories, all the concepts, the principles that we're talking about uh, throughout the three-day event. Will they get that before or after? I think we'll send it to them before. Yeah. That's the goal. It might only be a week before because we're just building this thing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's still going to be in progress until we get the last of the assessments analyzed. You yeah. know, um, so Dale's going to be working overtime to get them all done. And the sooner this registration fills up, the better. And I think registration will fill up pretty yeah. quickly since we're limiting it. Limiting it. Wow, that's hard to say. Limiting it to 18 people. Um, and it's going to be pretty cheap. It's $500, but $350 as an early bird price. Mm -hmm. So as of the day that you're hearing this, at this very moment, when you're listening in your ear holes to me talking to you, registration is open. So if you're psyched, go get after it. Yeah, it's, it's going to fill up quick. And the sooner we have all of your information and you get through this assessment, the sooner everybody will have the notes for the, the whole seminar. And, I mean, I think that's just going to make it even more effective if we have more time to marinate on, mm -hmm. on people's results and their consultations. And then we can really build a more effective seminar. Yeah. Cause that's, you know, like we've mentioned multiple times this whole episode, the assessment um, information is kind of gonna, it's not kind of, it is going to determine how we distribute the content, like where we're going to spend a certain amount of time on what. Yeah. And for different people. And to be honest, man, I, I wish there were something like this, available when I started really thinking about climbing training and, and practice because I was just my own guinea pig mm -hmm. for pretty much everything I was doing. And while it might look like that's no longer the case, if you're just looking at something that some trainer, including us, has put out there on Instagram or on the blog or whatever, and you just see this exercise and decide you're going to try it without really any explanation or understanding whether it fits into your, your path forward to your goals or not, then really you're just being your own guinea pig mm -hmm. still. Um, because there's so much out there and not all of it applies. Right. So that we're really going to help you understand the whys of what we do and we're going to help you maybe find your why of why you need to do certain things yeah totally so that's just to give you guys a, a vague idea of what we're kind of trying to create here we're hoping to have bouldering intensives in chattanooga 
and potentially have sport climbing intensives in Lander. Whatever gives me excuse to come back out here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Summer sport climbing intensives, winter bouldering intensives. Um, maybe we'll move this thing around. I don't know. I kind of like the Lander Chattanooga split for yeah. the year. Um, so just to give you guys that idea, like I said, registration is going to fill up fast. You should definitely go check out the page. Lana will have lots of links up for things that are going on in Chattanooga, places you could stay. Yeah, um, we're, uh, we're working on, uh, connecting with a couple really cool uh, businesses in Chattanooga to kind of make this a cool Chattanooga community event too. So it'll be sweet. Yeah. And, and we're going to, you know, like I said, we're going to try to provide lunches from uh, a Chattanooga, what would you call it? It's not necessarily a restaurant. I guess it is a restaurant uh, sort of. Yeah. They, uh, so it's Nourish Point is who we're hopefully trying to work with. Um, they make healthy meals for people who are meal planning or for athletes. I know there's a, a a professional soccer team in Chattanooga were there in charge of making all their meals. So oh, it's cool. not like we're going to have a lunch and everybody's going to be falling asleep. Right. We're going to be feeling fueled and ready to go. And they're good people over there. So it, it, it'll be really cool. Yeah. I, I voted for McDonald's, but that got voted <laughs> out. Um, no, we're, we're looking out for you and we're going to try to provide those lunches. We're going to have the group dinner um, on Saturday night, I believe, so that we can all hang out, chat, drink beers, do whatever it is that we want to do while we're all hanging out at night. Um, we can talk about climbing, but we don't have to. But I know that we're going to end up talking about climbing. That's, at least a little bit. That's how it goes, yeah. Um, and, you know, connect with with travel options in into, out of, and while you're inside of Chattanooga, we're going to try to have that up on the page. We're going to make this as easy as everyone, or as easy as possible for everyone, since what we really want you doing is focusing on what are your goals and how do you get there. Yeah. And uh, December in Chattanooga is a good time to be there if you're a rock climber. So yeah, could be a, maybe a part of your trip to come out here. Totally. Um, where can people find you online? So, uh, our website, uh, cruxconditioning.com is kind of the hub. I also have a crux conditioning Instagram. Those are probably the two best ways to go about that. Um, I also have a personal Instagram, Paul Corsaro too. Um, yeah. Not, there. not Paul Corsaro too. Correct. Number, yeah. Paul My Corsaro Instagram, yeah. also. Paul Corsaro also. <laughs> crux and conditioning. That's probably the best. Search <laughs> crux conditioning and that's where you can get a hold of me. Yeah. Yeah. And... You can find the registration page on, I believe it's going to be powercompanyclimbing.com slash empowered. And you can also find a link directly to that right there in your show notes. Um, we're at powercompanyclimbing.com. We're at powercompanyclimbing on the Instagrams, the Facebook, the Pinterest. Oh, speaking of which, I was just looking on our traffic on the website and Pinterest is like our third highest place that traffic comes from. So Pinterest, That's wild. <laughs> take that internets who doubted Pinterest. It's a real thing. And, um, you can search for us on that Twitter machine, which brings us no traffic because, well, we don't tweet. We scream like Eagles. <laughs> 